whatever. The word expressed by any young person to almost all the decisions they have to make in their lives. The apathetic response leads to lives having no real purpose or meaning. A generation suffering from many types of insecurities, but the most dangerous one is an insecurity of ideas. How does this one word illustrate perfectly the makings of our 21st century minds? Can we possibly have new strings of thought that go beyond our day-to-day -day conversations? We pick up from here. This is Sit Down and Listen. Many who I have tried to pull into the arena of discussion and thought have been very honest with me, and as much as I appreciate this, I can't help but feel uncomfortable and worried. Whenever these subjects of conversation revolving around what's beyond our lives, the concept of an infinite being called God, or the value and meaning that we hold onto so dearly, when these things come up, it is as if a mental barrier is immediately raised with a full built-in defense software. The common objection is, I don't need to think about these things, or I'm just here to make the most out of the experiences I have in this world. When I hear this, I can't help but ask a question just to see where they stand. I ask, how do you know that what you're living now and how you're doing it is based and it's the best possible way to live your life? How, do you, how did you come to that conclusion? Have you ever tried any other possible lifestyle? Have you altered your life according to different cultures and finally found the one that works for you? Couldn't that be a fair question to ask? How do we know that the life we live now is one that is most pleasing and purposeful? People who reject to think about the implication of this are contradicting the very core of their life motto, living my best life now. All of this is found within the context of a generation that has more at its fingertips than ever before. Just ask someone who's from the 1950s if they ever thought Netflix would be a thing. The ability to stream movies seamlessly wasn't thought about. If you wanted to see a movie in the 1950s, what did you do? You went to a movie theater. Drive-in theaters were also popular as well. These jumps in technology have become the perfect gateway for a more in-depth look at the world around us. The chance for the generations that are given this ability to run with it and come closer to different perspectives and ways of thought. So you would think, right? But the reality is that we are further from this than we think. We only want to get ahead. We only want to pile up successes and material pleasures. The honest pursuit of true living has been cut off from our daily lives. It's all a fast food experience. It's a drive-by assault on the critical thinking mind. We want to get more out of the lives we live in terms of pleasure and accomplishment. Many students are engaging their educational programs solely based on the income they might receive once they join the workforce. All throughout institutions for learning, the places where thought and exposure of, to different ideas are supposedly encouraged and protected are producing individuals that are less tolerant and closed off only to what they desire to see. The whatever generation is only out for one thing. It's whatever they feel is worthwhile. This is the problem with our current way of thinking. It is narrow in its reach, but it has the desire to influence all types of people. But it's not our fault exactly. A whatever generation could not become what it is unless it was consumed by it. See, not only not being able to meet up, make up your mind about simple decisions between orange and apple juice quickly becomes not having a firm grip about the importance of individual thought. 
then we wonder why peer pressure exists. What about reality? What about decisions that can alter life for years? Choices that can impact whole families and future generations? There is a social whatever attitude that cuts the cord of passion and devotion to investigation. In Plato's Republic, we are presented with an allegory that I think perfectly showcases what we are going through as the whatever generation. Deep in the foundations of a cave, an individual is tied down, only being able to look at the wall at the end of the cave. The only thing that can be seen are certain reflections of statues. Behind the person stands a wall that is covering certain individuals behind the wall who are holding up the real statues themselves. The reason why a, why a shadow of the statues can be seen is because behind those individuals there is a fire. Coming out of the cave, you see things like grass and so many other plants. And above that, you see stars, planets, and moons. But what does this mean? What is Plato trying to showcase here? The shadows seen by the individuals that are tied down are appearances. They represent what we think how things appear to be important. The statues are the things in themselves. The fire represents our egos. The plants found outside the cave are the lower ideas. And finally, the stars, planets, moons are the higher ideas. Now I ask, in which stage of the cage are we at? In which stage of the cave allegory is the whatever generation in? The crude reality is that many of us are still dealing with shadows in our lives. We still deal with appearances and have them on pedestals. They oftentimes serve as the foundations on which we build our opinions and ideals. Many of us have statues in our lives. We have left the shadows of the cave but still deal with beliefs and they are at the core of who we are as thinking people. Some have reached understanding, meaning the lower ideas, as limited as they might be, they pursue what I hope we might all strive to reach every day. And our sun, and the allegory of the cage, sorry cave, is the idea of good itself. This is the wisdom that should be fought for, the reality of how things are. This should consume us. This is the good that makes all things worth being. This is what Plato called the realm of ideas, and I think my generation needs to enter this realm now more than ever. Ideas are worth more than our physical realities. They are eternal, but our culture has tried to make their material possessions eternal, which will never happen. The whatever generation has steered clear of wanting to reach the core of issues and has become satisfied with the superficial. And we see it in every level of living. There have been many movements, empires, rulers, nations, people that have called things that are evil good and those that are good evil. They have been, there have been many that have put darkness for light and light for darkness. Those are also who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Let's not be those who don't stand without conviction and purpose. The prophet Isaiah was echoing a message that my generation desperately needs. God is the ultimate good on which we all move under. He can be found anywhere and yet nowhere for our naked eyes. In the midst of great confusion, only when we get out of the cave can we fully find true clarity. Confusion has clouded our minds for too long. Jesus declared himself this, I am the way and the truth and the life and no one comes to the Father except through me. John 14, 6. 
If God is the ultimate good, then now we have the bridge provided to get there. Will we stop being the generation of whatever? Or will we let indecision eat our minds and our souls?